0: season's greetings everyone and welcome to a new episode of the earnest inquirer podcast now in this episode i'd like to uh, continue with a theme that we began to explore um in the previous um episode titled return to your first love we um started to uh explore the motif of um marriage in the biblical narrative uh which is um quite sort of um odd for me as someone who is single and i thought it would be um uh, good to qualify my 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 position not only as a, a, a Christian but as someone who is not married and I um sort of um want um people to uh go away from 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 this um message not with um the sort of um emphasis that we have seen um in religious spaces on marriage which is tantamount to a form Of um, idolatry. That's certainly not what I am um, uh, promoting uh, through this message. I am not um, imploring that uh, single women, um, you know, sort of um, uh, uh, spend inordinate uh, uh, amounts of their uh, attention uh, on pursuing a, a husband and you know sort of if that is your bag fine but that's not really what I'm actually trying to convey uh through sharing this 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 me- this message um which um as i said is exploring the way in which the motif of marriage is deployed throughout scripture and so um Uh, sort of, uh, it's sort of used in an analogous way to, um, to as a metaphor, um, uh, as we, uh, uh, sort of, uh, touched on in the the previous episode, um, God has this covenant relationship with his people, Israel, um, which, uh, He describes as a marriage. He describes himself as a husband to his people. And so, therefore, his people are his bride. And this motif of marriage is um, evident from Genesis right through to Revelation. And um, so... um, Uh, for myself as a single woman who came to Christ in 2003, um, uh, my encounter, uh, with Jesus was at the well and the, um, the scripture or the word that spoke into my life, um, that brought me to Christ, um, was the dialogue that Jesus had with the woman of Samaria. Um, And at that particular stage in my life, um, I was very much sort of a, a loose cannon in terms of um, uh, the illicit relationships I'd been involved in. And I was called to Christ through that word, go and get your husband. And from since that time, 2003, the Lord has ministered to me through, through, um, that sort of, um, uh, passage of, of, of scripture and, you know, sort of, um, has taught me to sort of understand that relationship, not only between, um, myself and the Lord on a personal level, but, you know, sort of, um, corporately, um, you know so f- for us as christians um uh the uh, uh the notion of uh uh the bride is applicable to god's people today and so i wanted to look at some more scriptures um with regard to that and so um we see so much um uh we see so much that's kind of um not quite um and so um uh throughout scripture we see um so much in relation to this um theme of marriage starting in Genesis um and the uh progressive um breakdown of that marriage union between um, a man and a woman, Adam and Eve in the garden. And I'm going to come back to that. But uh, just to say that um, I felt it was really important to um, address this, not as um, a pastor, um, which I am not, or a theologian, um, but as a Christian. Who um uh has been gifted with beautiful feet and the um sort of uh, desire to proclaim the gospel message. And so um uh one of the things that has been of um concern to me is the the egregious and um insidious um way in which um Uh, the forms of uh, progressive uh, Christianity um, is distorting the message of the gospel. Um, And one of the ways in which this is being done is um, by what the Bible um, tells us about um, in relation to uh, a, a false gospel which uh, uh, promulgates the the idea of a, another Jesus, another spirit, and another gospel, which is not the gospel. So that infers a counterfeit gospel is being pro- promulgated. And one of the ways in which this insidious... Um, theology um is um being played out um as i speak is through the resting of um uh certain motifs from the bible. We are seeing the duplication of um um uh, through a misconstrual of um uh uh precepts around marriage, around light, around um, uh, spirit, the Holy Spirit, around um, what constitutes the gospel and um, who Jesus is. And indeed, we should not be surprised by this because, We have been warned through the gospel message that there would be those who infiltrate the church and, um, you know, sort of um, would um, promote this heresy. And so, um, you know, kind of uh, we can um, begin to sort of understand this when we um uh understand in um uh contradistinction to the raison d'étre of the gospel of Jesus Christ, okay, the counterfeit um uh gospel, um uh, which is no gospel at all, actually sort of um uh promotes Sort of this, this, this false, this false notion, this false narrative, based on um, these motifs that have been wrested by, wrested from the Bible, and ultimately are lies promoted by the father of lies, who speaks out of his own resources. And Isaiah says if they do not speak according to this word, it's because there is no light in them. So one of the things that is quite um, evident of this particular um, modus operandi is to omit um, uh, sort of reference to the Bible, which um, um, assists in. Decontextualizing the true message of the gospel and decentering God for all nefarious um, um, manner of ideological uh, agendas. And we see that this is Satan's ultimate aim. If we um, go to Isaiah 14, um, in Isaiah 14, we read okay um and we think about the way in which um uh the uh uh jesus is described in the gospels as the light of the world okay and we see a duplication of um um ministers of um of, of satan you know sort of um kind of uh, promoting themselves as ministers of light. And here in Isaiah 14, we read, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of his prisoners all the kings of the nations even all of them lie in glory everyone in his own house but thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch and as the raiment of those that are slain thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden under feet okay so there we have a portrait of um of of Lucifer, the devil, um, sort of, and the personification of that is the king of of, of Babylon. And that mirrors what we read about in um, the book of Revelations um, in regards to the ultimate fall of Babylon, um, which is inclusive of the um counterfeit uh one world um religious system um which um includes uh the harlot of 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 babylon and as we made mention of in the previous episode um sort of the harlotries uh, the which is interchangeably Um, sort of used with the um, notion of idolatry throughout the um, biblical narrative is accumulative throughout the unfolding um, sort of um, meta narrative of 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 scripture and so I want to um, just kind of jump into a few more um, scriptures to sort of um, uh just follow this trajectory uh to give a sketch of this trajectory of um of of, of marriage and where it all went wrong and um uh sort of uh, uh and we can look at that in terms of uh thinking about uh the breakdown in of uh, the breakdown of marriage um in its contemporary Uh, context and you know sort of um uh one of the um lies that the um enemy uh sort of um one of his favorite lies is this idea that um you know marriage in the old testament was you know sort of never between one man and one woman because you had sort of um uh sort of uh you know kind of uh Uh, uh, marriages that were polygamous and and, and so on. And um, this is used to sort of um, uh, cause confusion within the body of Christ, because what we learn about the breakdown of marriage in in Scripture in Genesis 3, um, if we read from verse 14 to um, 16, Um, We see the curse after um, uh, Adam and Eve um, sort of uh, break uh, communion with God through um, eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, um, encouraged by the serpent. We read about the fall and the curse. So from verses 14 to 16. and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Okay, okay. So um, there's so much there in those sort of um few sort of verses and what I really would like to draw your attention to is the um the statement by God um and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee Um, and here we see um you know, kind of um, what um, God is basically sort of um, uh, accentuating here is that rupture, you know, sort of from the harmony and the ideal of, of, of marriage um, before um, Adam and uh, Eve broke communion with him. And so, um, you know, sort of prior to that um, there was a uh, sort of um an equal uh and complementary relationship between Adam and Eve. Um different roles, sort of um, but equal. And now sort of um We see from this uh, statement by God and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee the ensuing of a power struggle um, between um, men and women. And it is not, um, you know, sort of um, instruction uh, that, um, you know, men should be should rule over women um you know so that's not what um uh god is is saying here though it has been misconstrued in 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 that way it's just basically showing you the outworking of um the sin committed in the garden garden which result results in the fall um in this curse and um it is the battle that we um describe today as the battle between the the, the sexes okay um so um yes and so that desire um that um uh, uh the woman has towards her, her husband is a desire to rule over him okay to usurp um uh sort of um the rule of 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 man okay, so i hope i've got that right and um i'm 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 sure all the um theological sort of um uh, uh whiz kids out there will correct me if i'm wrong um so okay so jump in um <laughs> right to the end of the old testament um i want to go to the book of malachi and um there's so much more that happens um um between um genesis and malachi um chronicling the um breakdown of 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 marriage and even to the extent that we we see you know sort of um uh, some of um you know so God is the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and we see that Jacob had several wives we see that Abraham had several wives we see that David had several wives we see that Moses had several wives and you know sort of people um use this um as an argument to um sort of um uh say that um marriage was quite a relativistic um, project in in, in, in in the Old Testament but um, that was not God's purpose for us and we see in Malachi um, or we see in the um, the um, chapters leading up to uh, Malachi in the Old Testament the you know kind of can um, pen- the progressive breakdown of um, families because of um, this marital uh, a- arrangement, which is um, it's not working, and we see um, God outline His purpose for marriage in the Book of Malachi in relation to the Levitical priesthood and I want to share a couple of verses from Malachi chapter 2 that uh, uh, kind of highlight this okay so um, from verse 10 onwards have we not all one father have Have not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? Judah has dealt treacherously and an abomination is committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned the holiness of the Lord, which he loved, and has married the daughter of a strange God. The Lord will cut off the man that does this, the master and the scholar out of the tabernacles of Jacob and him that offers an offering unto the Lord of hosts. And this have you done again, covering the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and with crying out, insomuch that he regards not the offering any more or receives it with goodwill at your hand. Yet you say, wherefore? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, against whom you have dealt treacherously. Yet it is she, thy companion, and the wife of thy covenant, and did he not make one, yet had he the residue of the spirit? And wherefore one, that he might seek a godly seed. Therefore take heed to your spirit, and let none deal treacherously against the wife of his youth. For the Lord The God of Israel saith that he hates putting away. For one covereth violence with his garment, saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you deal not treacherously. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, sort of. that really is, um, you know, kind of um, uh, a lead into um, Matthew 19, where the Pharisees are question- questioning Jesus about divorce. And, you know, sort of um, clearly we see here, you know, sort of um, the priests are being told that sort of in their corruption, they have um, broken God's covenant by marrying women, um, intermarrying with women um, uh, who are um, um, uh, uh, ensconced in sort of um, the uh, religious worship of strange gods. OK. And, you know, so if they have um, rejected their own wife. Um, From their own faith to um, uh, become engaged in these unions with um, strange women, to become unequally yoked with unbelievers, um, as is described in the Gospels in Corinthians 6, I believe. Okay, so I just wanted to um, uh, touch on that briefly and I'm sure again you know sort of um uh sort of it 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 can be fleshed out further but I just want to go back to some more um scripture on um marriage and uh the way in which it is deployed throughout scripture and um I want to start first in Isaiah 61 which is one of my favorite passages of of scripture because it's the mission um statement of um of, uh, the ministry that the Lord has given me and it's so it's from Isaiah 61 and um it's interesting because um Yes, when we think about what we've just read in Malachi, you know, the purpose of um of of marriage, God says, is for um parents to produce um a holy and um godly seed, okay, because there are blessings in in that. And so um I, I'm saying that um not to um uh sort of um sound uh derogatory um or to cast dispersions on um those who um are not married or uh, have um you know sort of um not sort of um um had children within that that union when you come to Christ, when you come into Christ, um, uh, uh, you are forgiven of your sins. And so um, the, beautiful, uh, the beautiful thing about that in relation to my own experience, which I have shared a little with you about um, at the beginning of this, 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 this podcast episode, I say that to say that um um i hope the message is not misconstrued as um one of um you know sort of uh of uh, uh purity you know sort of um uh, for those of you who um uh, would easily understand um for example the popular culture um icon madonna's like a virgin yeah um <laughs> um this is um this is not about that okay when we come to christ all our sins are basically forgiven he throws them in the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west so this is not condemnation of those who have um lived lives contrary to that ideal of 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 marriage um with children um you know sort of um that are born out of that out of that union um uh but it's not one to be sort of um uh rejected because it is the foundations it is the foundations of um a godly a godly um, um uh, sort of um uh way of life okay so um in isaiah sixty one we read um OK. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. For your shame ye shall have double and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess the double everlasting joy, shall be unto them. For I, the Lord, love judgment, I hate robbery, the burnt offering. And I will direct their work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offering among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom Deck himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels, for as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Amen. Amen. Okay, so um, I just want to sort of um, bring this episode to a close um, with um, two more passages of of, of scripture. Um, uh, Again, you know, sort of um, focusing on this um, motif of of marriage um, as a metaphor um, between God and his people okay and um you know sort of um we've talked so far about um the breakdown of that union after the fall and the curse pronounced by god um in the garden of eden to um adam and eve and also in the previous episode um we looked at jeremiah chapter 2 and we um, we saw how um, the children of Israel had um, had um, broken that communion with God um, through their harlotries um, and um, adultery, through b- breaking God's commandments, His statutes, His judgments, and His laws. They turned their back. Towards God, and um, God described this disposition as one of rebellion towards Him, and um, we see how um, that rebellion continues in 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 cycles, um, you know, sort of um, throughout uh, Scripture, and uh, culminating. In, um uh, the the great harlot you know sort of mystery Babylon system in um, the 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 Old Testament which um is this counterfeit one world religion because a big um part of the idolatries that the Israelites um were uh, kind of consumed by um, was the, um, going after, uh, strange gods, uh, for example, Baal worship, Ashtoreth, um, Moloch, um, offering up their sons and daughters for sacrifice, and these, um, God, um, um, described as an abomination to him. Okay, so, um, uh, uh, so we see that kind of um, um, contrast between um, the harlot, false religion in the book of Revelations and the bride, the culmination of that narrative of that motif in in the book of Revelations. So um, uh, here's a portrait of that in Isaiah 62. Okay. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness, and all kings thy glory, and thou shalt be called by a new name. Which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken; neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate. But thou shalt be called Hephzibah, and thy land. Beulah, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be married. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, who shall never hold their peace, day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence and give him no rest till he establish until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Amen. So. This new Jerusalem, what will it look like? Okay, we're going to read more about that in the um, the um, book of Revelations. Um, But before we um, get to that, I want to um, read another passage from Ephesians um, about marriage in terms of what that looks like. For um uh, a man and woman, um within the context of Christianity, and you know so sort of, um uh, certainly this um passage of scripture has caused um um inordinate uh, a, an inordinate amount of um debate and uh, controversy in terms of how um it has been misconstrued by some to um give the impression impression of submission in a very negative um negative and one dimensional um way um but i guess that's another conversation okay so um uh, and uh it, it you know sort of um This opening line is where the the controversy lies. So uh, Ephesians 5, verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the saviour of the body. Therefore, A glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own, his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the Church, for we are members of his body of his flesh, and of his bones; for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning christ and the church nevertheless let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see that she reverence her husband amen so okay i think we are coming to the end of our journey Um, for this episode uh, return to your first love so what does this new Jerusalem look like well it's certainly not the work of our own hands Um, it's not something you know that um, is going to be built on the foundations of man okay um so we read in um revelation um chapter 21 about a new heaven and new earth okay um so um So much for Build Back Better. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears, From their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write for well, these words are true and faithful amen okay okay i would um like to close with one final um reference um uh for those of you who are um interested in, um, uh, digging deeper into this motif of, of, of marriage and, um, the, um, notion of the church as a bride and, um, uh, this notion in revelations of, um, a harlot counterfeit, um, one world religious system, um, uh, as the culmination of um, the idolatries and the harlotries of, of God's people throughout Scripture, which we as um, believers today are not immune of. Um, uh, but we have a God who's, um, whose arm remains outstretched to us, in his loving kindness and his ten tender mercies. It's not his desire that any should perish. And so we see the kindness and the compassion, compassion of that loving father in the um story of Goma, um, the uh the uh prostitute in the book of Hosea, uh, which is a beautiful story where God commands Hosea, the prophet, to take for himself a wife um, who has committed um, adultery. And um, it's a beautiful um, story of uh, God um, taking um, the um, bales. Out of the mouth of 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 Goma, through alluring her into the wilderness and drawing her close to him and um him ministering to her about who he is you know sort of um um as Ishi um the Hebrew word for husband um as opposed to um Uh, who goma uh believes is getting her sustenance from her lovers the lovers that she chases after um who give her jewels and and wine and wheat she thinks until um uh this revelation of who god is um as a husband okay so um until the next episode of the Earnest Inquirer, um, uh, I, I'll leave it there.